Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Friday, October 22nd at Keeneland. Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. Got a uh, stake on the Friday card. The Grade 3 Sycamore goes as the eighth race at a mile and a half. Jim, the late pick four that we take a look at starts in race seven. So we'll jump in there with a Philly and Mare three-year-old and up maiden test going six furlongs. And where did you land here? Well, I came close to singling the Chad Brown uh, Philly Goodnight Olive, the 10 horse, who's six to five on the morning line. But I took a look at a little closer look at the race. And she hasn't been out since March. I've uh, been working steadily here at uh, Keeneland for a couple of works and then at Belmont prior to that. But obviously something went, went wrong. She ran really well in her first time. I only got beat two and three quarters lengths um, for all of it and then been on the shelf since March. So I've got a little hesitancy betting that horse coming off a seven-month layoff. So I'm going to use a couple others in here. The only other one that I thought that fit speed figure-wise was Mun Love, the seven-horse for Raymond Handel. Uh, she's got a negative in that she's 11-time bait, but she's been very consistent with four seconds and two-thirds in that 11-race stretch. Corrales takes them out, has not ridden her before, um, but Handel is one-for-one one at the meet, so try to keep his perfect record alive. This horse has been running in the 60s and 70s, and that is better than anybody else that has run here. A um, couple of first-time starters that you might take a look at. Uh, encouraging for Steve Asmussen. I can't believe that 15-to-1 morning line is going to hold up on an Asmussen first three, 16%. And uh, this horse has been working steadily here. Uh, B.J. Hernandez takes him out. He's been riding very well the last couple of days. Had, had the late double uh, as we record this on on Thursday. He had the late double on Wednesday. It's the jail for Robert Medina. Uh, Corey Lannery takes him out. And... I also am going to use, because um, John Court beat me the other day, I'm going to use Unbridled Twister, thinking this horse might get better. Been off since April at Oakland. Uh, was well meant in her second race and didn't run very well, but maybe she used the time off to get back in shape. Had a bullet work at Keeneland, 46-1, four furlongs last time out. So I'm going to go four deep here. I, I don't have a strong opinion unless Goodnight Olive is the real deal, and I can't believe that she's going to be fully cranked after a seven-month layoff. Yeah, I don't trust the uh, the 10 in here either. Uh, Chad Brown's stakes horses have been running lights out, but his other horses, that it just seems like his his MO has been that they, they're not as ready to fire. So going to use Goodnight Olive, but uh, I don't trust that one. So, And I don't like any of the ones that have started, so I'm going to go firsters. Uh, the two Asmussen's I'm going to use. Encouraging, I'm going to take on top, uh, and then I'm, because of, Two really good local works, but Oscarette uh, is uh, the other Asmussen, and that's where Santana lands, his go-to rider. Uh, the other one that I was going to look at is uh, out on the outside in the 12-hole Solari. Uh, Phil Sims can get one ready at this meet, kind of uh, point some of his stock to this meet, and I think this horse has uh, a shot. So I'm just kind of fishing for a firster, going to throw Goodnight Olive on the ticket as well. Try to hit one of those firsters, particularly one of the Asmussen. Sometimes I've seen his barn heat up in the second half of the fall meet, building toward Churchill. So, um, And he had uh, a race yesterday where he had a couple of firsters, and, uh, or on uh, Wednesday card, one of them, Pine Valley. Ran pretty well, hung in until deep stretch, and was third, uh, not beaten much. So uh, I'm going to take the two Asmussen's, uh, the Phil Sims, and then Goodnight Olive. The eighth race is the grade three Sycamore, three-year-olds and up, going a mile and a half on the turf. 
uh, two Emmys off the win in what used to be the Arlington Million. Uh, he's going to be the big favorite in here in the 102 buyer figure. I'm going to try to beat him. I uh, definitely want him on my ticket. I'm going to try Kentucky Ghost. A little leery of all those second-place finishes, but I think that last time this horse was just back too far. He ran a winning race and uh, was just too far back. The speed was really holding early in the meet. Uh, and I talked to Vicki Oliver on Wednesday, the trainer, and she thinks that uh, a mile and a half is going to be right in this horse's wheelhouse, and this is the first time he's getting to go a mile and a half. So I'm thinking that might move him up and be the breakthrough to get from the two-hole to the winner's circle. Got to use Glen County. Mike Maker's so good in these uh, turf marathons. This horse has won over the track, three wins out of his last six starts. It's Maker and Gaffleone. Maker had a couple of wins on Wednesday. Going to use the other Maker, A Journey to Freedom, that's a bigger price just because it's Maker. And then I'm going to add uh, Bama Breeze as well on uh, – consider looking at that one on a ticket because of an improved performance last time. And I talked to Brian Hernandez about this horse, and they think that uh, the mile and a half was the difference for Bama Breeze, and that uh, that is what is going to move him up. Who do you like in the Sycamore? It's a very nice race. Uh, I think two Emmys is going to get all the money off that big buyer. And, and deservedly so. He's going to be the big favorite. But he's on the outside, mile and a half. Uh, is he going to be able to control the pace from out there? That's where he needs to be. And uh, it's a tall order, and I think he's got some good horses behind him here. And I, I like Kentucky Ghost as well. I thought that race, uh, I thought when I watched the race on that yielding turf course, for him to get within a half, within a neck, actually, of winning from Cavalry Charge, who had a really nice trip, was amazing because they were not closing on that uh, yielding turf course. So I think that horse is going to get um, a firmer turf here on Friday as long as we don't get a, a whole lot of rain on Thursday. So I like Kentucky Ghost. Um, two Emmys is always obviously got to be on the ticket. Glenn County, the one you mentioned for Maker. And a horse you didn't mention, Spooky Channel for Jason Barkley and, and uh, Lay Peru. This horse uh, took him to Remington last time out to get a little listed stakes race. Uh, ran okay in the wise day and got a 96 buyer back at Churchill. Uh, has won twice at the distance uh, back at Sam Houston and run it, ran in the 90s. So, I think this horse is sneaky good and, and may just get up for a piece and may just run them all down. It comes from way out of it, but the mile and a half ought to suit him just fine. So until four deep, we'll get to pick four. Let's go to the ninth race. It's an allowance optional claimer. It's either non-winners of two lifetime or the 80K claiming level. Six and a half furlongs on the main track for two-year-olds. Uh, where did you go? I almost singled Tejano, Tejano Twist here. Um, and I could still do that when I play my ticket. This horse has run very well and, and had a huge fire jump in a list of stakes at Remington last time out for Brett Calhoun. But I also put in uh, Michael Maker's uh, Sonny is not so funny. He scratched out the other day for this spot. Uh, five furlongs at Ellis back in July. Uh, blew him away by eight and three quarters to the 78 buyer. Uh, Ingersoll, the horse that ran third that day, has come back to win. So it is a live race. Uh, I think you can stand very firmly on those two horses in this race. I cannot see anybody else winning this race. I hate to say that because I know that, that that's going to come back to bite me. Overboard for Wesley Ward is going to get a lot of money, but this horse I just doesn't hasn't fired, and uh, the 66-64 buyer is not going to get it here, and I, I, I think he's going to be overbet. So. Uh, I'm going to go with the two horses, five and nine, with a slight edge to Tejano Twist. 
I ended up taking overboard just on the Wesley Ward angle, and the horse has been in stakes the last two times. But you make a good point about the, the speed figures. Um, but I'm going to go uh, four deep when we get to the pick four because this is obviously not a strong opinion. Tejano Twist, I think you're definitely right, is the, the one to beat. That was a big jump up last time, and if he runs back to that, he's got to be right there. Uh, Lansdowne uh, from Dallas Stewart, his horses have been running well, and this horse won first time out. Uh, very impressively over Churchill and his uh, running stakes the last couple of times. So I'm going to include that one as well as Sonny is not so funny uh, for the reasons that you mentioned. So I'll go four deep when we get to the pick four. The pick four wraps up with a starter allowance for Phillies and Mayors three and up on the turf going a mile and a 16th. And uh, I like Lucy's Cakes fly in here uh, off the maker Gaffleone angle uh, horse was improved in the second start for the maker barn and we know that he can certainly move one up um, so i think that one is going to be really tough to beat i'm going to throw in ollie's gold as well took the 77 buyer last time was her best and then i'm going to actually just stand with those two if you want to go deeper silky or, or silky warrior the two um, off a wide trip last time was the next one i had uh, written down but i'm going to just go too deep when we get to the pick four who do you like in the 10th? I didn't have a good feeling about this one at all. Um, I like those two, obviously, but uh, amortization for George Weaver on the inside, coming off of Belmont, nine winners of two lifetime win, um, moving buyers in the right direction. George George Weaver always gets them ready for the turf. They'll throw in family time for Dale Romans. Dale Romans has beaten me a couple times at Churchill uh, before the Keeneland meet started. His barn was so cold at Saratoga, and uh, he has heated up here. This horse won a $50,000 claiming race last time out at Churchill by three and a quarter. Calamo takes it back. Uh, I think the 10 to 1 morning line, if you get that, this is worth a, uh, worth a, uh, a bet on this belly. And then um, the two you mentioned, plus Jazzy Leggy, the 10 horse for Maker and Le Peru. Uh, not great on the speed figures but very consistent and needs to come from way out of it so needs a, a good setup on the front end but I, I didn't have a strong feeling here so i'm gonna go five deep we'll get the pick four uh, my pick four ticket is going to be 1 10 11 12 in the first leg then i'm going to go three deep in the sycamore uh 1 11 12 11 1 12 um and then five seven eight nine and then five six just a $48 ticket, uh, playing a little more conservatively. And, um, you know, a, uh, if, I, if I went wanted to go deeper in the race, it would probably be the Sycamore. But uh, I'm going to stand with those three and make it a $48 ticket. What's your pick four ticket look like for Friday? I've got an $80 ticket, a little more expensive, but I couldn't find a single. Um, one seven eight ten in the first leg. Uh, good night, Olive is probably my top pick, but don't feel good about it her uh, at all uh, strongly then one six eleven twelve with five nine with one three five six ten for eighty dollars the keeneland turf pick three starts in the sixth race and it's a full field in there so uh they had, you had a big payoff on wednesday right we did we had the uh a record payoff we've only done it for a uh, uh, you know eight days but uh over thirty four hundred dollars for three dollars so uh, with with three medium prices, there wasn't a huge bomb, but there were three really good prices, and, including a Zeru uh, horse, the twelve horse that was like nine to one to kick it off. So, yeah, it paid great. Uh, it's 
done extremely well, averaging one hundred twenty, hundred thirty thousand dollars a day. So we've got it the next three days, uh, Thursday, well, actually four days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So uh, get a piece of that. It's a great bet. Best of luck with your wagers on the Friday card. We'll be back to take a look at the uh, Saturday card, including a couple of stakes races, in our next edition of the In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com.